Welcome to Sunday Scripture. I'm Andrew Darling, the Director of Junior High Ministry and Faith Formation here at All Saints Catholic Church and the host of our show. Each week we will have a new reflection from a member of our ministry staff reflecting on the meaning and impact of the Sunday Mass readings. Readings can always be found by going to usccb.org and clicking Daily Readings, then finding the proper Sunday. Today's reflection is given by Paul Bianchi, our Director of Youth, Young Adult, and Family Ministries. Paul is going to share some of his thoughts on the readings for the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time, September 20th, 2020. Hello, this is the 25th week in Ordinary Time. Today we get readings from the prophet Isaiah, uh, Paul's letter to the Philippians, and the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, So we go into Isaiah. There's really this one very, very important phrase. So Isaiah was going through um, a lot of different things as he was prophesying the exile and return and understanding the different things that were going on and kind of questioning those things. And God says to him, my ways are not your ways. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, we have to look at some of the context, right? It's always very important to look at what's going around these readings. The area of Philippi was actually an area where Roman soldiers who were retired soldiers would go to live after their retirement. Uh, and he says that, you know, is it is it better to live a life for Christ or to live in the flesh? When I know that living in the flesh is gonna cause me to uh, sin and do bad things, I, I think that it would be better to die and be with Christ. And then he says, but I have to live in the flesh for your sake. Paul's letters, you know, a lot of times we, we think of uh, receiving letters in an in, in email or something where it's between two people or um, letters that we receive in the mail. And it, this is somebody wrote this to me. And it's very important. But Paul's letters were to the entire community. And there would have to be people who would read these letters aloud and proclaim these things. And the word Christ is very important in this reading because to the Roman people of that time, there was one Christ, and that was actually Caesar. It was not Jesus because the word Christ means anointed. It would mean the king. And to the Roman soldiers who had fought in battle, you know, with this warrior mentality, there was one king that you fought for, and that was Caesar. So for these men who began to to follow Christ— And to learn about Christ, what they're proclaiming is that that warrior mentality of of fighting your entire life for this king was actually Paul telling them, no, you actually need to give up your entire life for this king, for Christ. Again, the mindset that my ways are not your ways. See, Caesar Augustus was born into royalty. He was wealthy at birth and given the entire Roman Empire to take control of. And instead of following him as a king, Paul is saying, you're going to follow a king who was born with the greatest amount of humility in a manger, who was raised by a carpenter, who would constantly challenge the system of, of wealth and oppression and would go out to the to the poor and to the lepers and those most in need, that's who you're going to die for. This is who you're going to live your life for, and that life may mean sacrificing everything you've ever been told about uh, the kingdom, because now it's a kingdom of heaven. Again, my ways are not your ways. And that leads us to the gospel. And Jesus tells a parable here in the gospel of a landowner 
who goes out to find uh, workers who, who will take care of the land. In that time when Jesus was doing this, hundreds and hundreds of men would line up for daily work and they would run to the front of the line. And this landowner would actually have a manager who would go out to get workers to, to bring them to work the vineyard. But the landowner himself goes out this day and he, he makes a deal with a group of men and he says, I will pay you one day's wage, a denarii, to come and work my land. And they agree and they go. And then the landowner returns and he gets, sees more worker and you can almost start to sense that the landowner is taking pity on these men. And he says, you haven't found work. Well, no. Well, then come work. And then he goes again and the same thing. And then again. And he goes and he pays one day's wage to the last group of men that went to work that day. And the first group sees this and they feel like it's unfair to them. And the landowner, you know, he, he kind of says, he's like, well, why? you and I agreed to a day's wage. That is what we agreed to. So this is what we're paying you. You know, my, I didn't have an agreement with them. We didn't have a conversation with them. And even if we did, that's not, my ways are not your ways. We think so often about the injustice of the workers when really this story might be about the landowner. This story might just be another way that Jesus is telling us our God is so good and so merciful that it doesn't matter if you were part of the first laborers in the vineyard, if you were the baptized as, you know, the day of your birth, or if you were baptized on the day of your death, you all have the opportunity to receive the same thing. I, uh, listen a lot to a podcast. It's called The Lanky Guys. They, they do a great job of breaking down the scripture. It's uh, Dr. Scott Powell and Father Peter Musset. Dr. Scott Powell, he may have referenced who it was that he heard this from, but he said something that I've always found to be, as a convert, um, especially um, just good. It, it makes me feel good. And he said, Jesus has lifted Simeon, if you remember going back, that Simeon was the one who saw Jesus as he was entering into the temple and said, now I, can, now I can die peacefully because I have found the Messiah. He says that Simeon will be in heaven the same way that Dismas is in heaven. And Dismas, remember, Saint Dismas is the, the repentant thief on the side of the cross. You know, we, we talked a lot about forgiveness last week, and I think this week it's the mercy because we think of things that are just, and we think of things that should happen a certain way and what is quote-unquote fair to us. I know that every time I'm speeding on the road and I'm driving past a car, I'm like, these cars need to get out of my way. But if somebody speeds past me, I think to myself, they need to slow down. We measure justice relative to the way we feel, and that is not the way that God measures justice or mercy my ways are not your ways says the lord but it's important to remember what paul said to be models to those people who come after us who may be serving the wrong king that in order to serve the right king we have to set an example in our lives of how we show mercy towards other people to change the way that we think and the way that our hearts respond to things to be able to say when somebody does something wrong to us or when somebody gets something that we may covet that we have made a deal with the Lord the day that we were baptized that we would do everything we can to return home to him someday and that means making sure that we don't treat people 
with just fairness, we treat people with mercy and we treat people with love. I know it's something that I struggle with. I know it's something that I need to work on and that I pray about a lot every day, that my ways would be more aligned with God's. And that's the challenge for all of us this week. And so continue to do that. Continue to pray for all of us here at All Saints. Know that we are praying for you as well. God bless. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Sunday Scripture. Be sure to come back next week as we talk about the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time.